Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Happy New Year, everyone. I am excited to get on here and talk to y'all today. This is not going to be the normal type of New Year episode that you're going to hear, but it's going to be good and it's going to be positive. And I think that you'll learn a lot and I think that you'll really enjoy this. It's a little woo, but I think it's going to be valuable. I do not know how you guys are feeling today. For me, the past couple of weeks were a little bit nutty and I found myself trying to push and be productive and then automatically (laughs) getting hit in the face by the universe being like, no, stop. Don't try to be doing too many things right now. Like I'm going to forcibly stop you in many ways. So I'm very stubborn though. So it didn't ever quite hit me, but I am going into this new year in a different way than I have in the past. Um, I'm going to go into it a little bit slower, a little bit more peacefully and not trying to rev up my engine and set a ridiculous amount of goals and all of that kind of stuff. I've, for the past few years, I've set intentions rather than creating New Year's resolutions. That has been good for me, but this year for 2022 in particular, I'm sort of looking at the next five years as a time period rather than this year of 2022. Um, And I'm going to explain that a little bit more. In reality, time is sort of an illusion that we've created as humans to feel like we have some control over our our existence here on Earth, which we don't. And even thinking about that, you guys all know that I'm a total time control freak. Control freak, but time control freak. And that is one thing that I know that will be evolved out of me in this lifetime. And I will freaking be stubborn about it the whole, the whole way, but hopefully not for too much longer. That is really one thing where I'm really trying to release and let go that control over time. Any fellow moms will know that that's like something that's just ongoing craziness. Like the whole idea of getting to bedtime so that you can have a moment to yourself and then feeling guilty that that's, that you were rushing through that time to get to bedtime and all of this stuff. So it's sort of a mind fuck, but that's the way it is. If you are not a control freak about time, please DM me on Instagram and I might want to interview you for the podcast because I haven't met too many people that aren't. And I'd love to have you in my life as an expander for what's possible. 
Anyways, getting back to 2022 and this new year and the next five years. So I'm going to talk about global cycles for a little bit, and then I'm going to end the episode talking about my intentions and inviting you to do a little exercise to think about your intentions for this year or the next five years or whatever that looks like to you. So there are cycles since we've had humans on this earth, global cycles and human evolution, and they typically last about 400 years. This all has to do with human design. So stay with me for a moment. If you don't know about human design, you can go to the link in the show notes and grab my human design freebie and start digging in. It's fun. And it is like, it's just really cool and you'll love it. But either way, you don't have to know too much about human design to talk about the global cycles. They're usually around 400 years long. Um, To give you an example, Jesus was born and lived during the cycle called the cross of the vessel of love in human design. And this, so everybody has incarnation crosses. If you do not know yours, definitely click on the freebie, get your chart. You can send me a DM on Instagram and I'll let you know your incarnation cross. But humans and the earth has their own incarnation crosses, depending on what time it is and where the planets are and the sun is and all of that kind of stuff. So to give you an example, Jesus lived during the time period called the cross of the vessel of love. And the themes for this time period were all about being alive in the body, which is beautiful because for anybody who's Christian or believes in, in Jesus, that is the whole story is that Jesus is God in a living human body. Um, And it's all about living in the present and enjoying the life experience and just embodiment, like in every possible way, embodying your present life, embodying your body, embodying the present moment and everything that's going on and soaking all that in. So just sort of a cool little thing to think about. And then there's like the global cycles go back to like 16,000 BC, which is when the ice age ended and humans started roaming the earth and settling in places and all that kind of stuff. So currently we are in a 400 year cycle called the cross of planning. This started in the early 1600s. It will end in 2027. So to give you a little bit of background in the early 1600s, a few things that happened, the scientific revolution began We moved a lot more from thinking that everything had to do with religion and religion, a lot of not great religious leaders ruling everything that we did and moving more into the scientific method and thinking about things in a scientific way and, you know, looking at other possible reasons for things, which if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you know that I love a healthy balance between the spiritual and scientific. So, which is cool because that's what human design does as far as DNA research and and putting it in with the spiritual and emotional and mental side of stuff. 
Anyway, so the scientific revolution begins in the 1600s, the early 1600s. The slave trade started. So um, people were being brought from Africa down to South America, the Caribbean, and eventually North America. And this will make more sense in a second when I talk about this and what the cross of planning is all about. Also, British and French settlements started being established in North America. A lot of these institutions and structures that were started being created in the 1600s and continued on 1700s, 1800s, 1900s were because of this movement to North America and us sort of creating our, our own new society here. And that's trickled out into all of the other countries as well. But that cross of planning that has been what we've been living in the past 400 years is all about social connection, being useful in society, bringing value to humanity, and creating infrastructures to support all of that. However, as I said about the slave trade um, starting during that time, not all of these things were good things (laughs) for the good of every human on earth, correct? There was a lot of terrible things that happened because of these societal constructs and new ways that we had of doing things. There were a lot of great things also that came. This is what this 400 years has been about, is creating social constructs and infrastructures, having social connection, creating value for ourselves and, and our tribe and our, all of the people that we're connected to, whether that's your country or neighborhood or whatever. In 2027, we shift to a new 400-year global cycle. It is called the Cross of the Sleeping Phoenix. The names really don't matter. It's all about the numbers. So um, I'm going to go through, through the numbers for those incarnation crosses here in a second. But the Cross of the Sleeping Phoenix is all about moving away from those societal infrastructures and not having as much tribal energies, having more of making decisions independently on your own as an individual person. Um, a lot of self-reflection and, and dependence on self and that actually ending up being a, a good thing, a positive thing. More focus on intuition and, and less following what you're being told and more going with the flow of things. Lord have mercy on my soul for this. (laughs) I hope that I can learn it before 2027. So that is going to be the shift. So to give you some exact numbers, so the 400-year cycle we're currently in that was from early 1600s to 2027, the end of 2026. So the next five years will, will be shifting out of this, but the cross of planning, the numbers that are in the incarnation cross are 40, 37, 9, and 16. And if you've done a human design reading with me, you have had your cross of incarnation read and it's super fascinating. I have people that just break down crying when they hear their, their cross of incarnation, which is basically just like four 
four main themes of their life that you're really, that help you to evolve as a soul that you can focus on in growth and that you can teach other people. But so for this 400 year cycle we're in, the 3740 is all about, it's a huge tribal energy, creating a tribe and giving to the tribe and communing with your tribe and all that kind of stuff. Gate nine is all about focus and just really becoming hyper-focused on some subject or work that you're doing. I love this gate because I love being focused and being in the flow and working on a project. It just feels really good. And, you know, this makes sense with the idea of the scientific revolution and the scientific method and all of that. It's like going through one little experiment and giving all your focus to it. And then gate 16 is a is all about skills and enthusiasm and really gate 16 is uh, all about manifesting through your throat and speaking and all of that kind of stuff. And this is about honing your skills and it taking it and using it for the good of the tribe. So all of these four numbers together sort of create this theme that we've had for the past 400 years. The cross of the sleeping Phoenix, which will start in 2027 and go through, let me get the exact year for you. None of us will be alive in this lifetime, but uh, it will go 2027 through 2438 those numbers for that incarnation cross are 34, 20, 55, and 59. So 3420 is the channel that's all about the true meaning of manifestation, speaking your truth. Um, 20 is the effervescent truth teller. And this is all about speaking your truth and not giving a flying F about what other people think about your truth. Just you internally, intuitively know your truth and speaking it out loud without questioning it because you know that it's coming from a place that is more wise than any of the external noise that we might have. It's a manifestation channel. So it's like being able to make things happen so long as you are using your voice and speaking your truth and not hesitating about that. Um, so 3420, it's a super powerful channel. It's just really very potent in its power. And it's a very individual channel because we each have our own truths. And there's no one overall so-called truth because everybody has their own life experience and their own things that are important to them. So it's really crazy because that truth is very different for, for each of us. And I think we're going to come into a space of, of knowing that and being able to be a little bit more compassionate with other people's truths, depending on their current life experience and past life experiences. So 3420 is really cool. Um, 55 is all about the emotional 
energy and expression of spirit and soul. So we're switching from a period of physical energy and creating things in the physical realm to a more, I guess I would say, focus on spiritual energetics and emotions. So that's what you do woo is all about. I know I make fun of it because it's like the woo-woo stuff, but it's that whole spiritual, non-physical side that is very, very real, but we have just not really paid too much attention to it until lately, and it's going to be the norm, (laughs) more so starting over the next five years and, and especially 2027 and on. And then gate 59 is all about sexuality. This is the energy of sexuality and the drive to continue the species. This is just a creation gate. It's beautiful. It's much needed. And there's going to be a lot of things broken down before we get to 2027, but we still are going to have the ability to procreate and to create and to, it's almost going to be a creation of a new type of humanity, one that is much more reliant on following their individual authority and intuition and not letting any external sources, media, that all of that kind of stuff, all of the noise out there control what they're doing. So the last, you know, the last global cycle started out with the scientific revolution, which was great in a lot of ways, but also the slave trade, which was terrible. And there was a lot of people creating ideas and rules and institutions that were taking advantage of individual humans and also not looking at the effects that that might have for centuries to come, right? We weren't quite evolved yet as a a human species to think that far ahead and to trust our heart and our gut and our intuition to know that certain things weren't the best way to go about growing the economy, (laughs) right? And I'm not defending that at all. Like, it's just that we, we evolve as humans to learn from past mistakes. And at that time, I think that the humans that were in charge, the leaders were literally just looking out for themselves and what could make money and not thinking about the, the other humans that they were using in order to reach their goals. We're seeing a lot of that currently again, and I think it's just the ending of this cycle, but I encourage you to keep your eyes open about that because that is an important thing for us to shed over these next five years to open our eyes about, to see, and to not bring with us into the next global cycle. So there's two different ways of thinking about this, this shift 
this 2027 shift, it's obviously been a very slow evolution from the last cycle, right? So many think different things happened in the 1600s, 1700s, 1800s, and 1900s. And really, some people see it as a seven-year transition. So it started in 2020. Hello, coronavirus pandemic. So 2020 to 2027. And some people see it as a 30-year transition, which is more like 1997 to 2027. And in 1997, I know the internet was created way before that, but that's really when the internet became like a household thing. I remember... I can go look back in 1997 was when I was in seventh grade, which is very helpful for me to know. Like 1994, I was in fourth grade. So I can always know what, what year I was. And that was when I think I got my first email address and I'm thinking that chat rooms were a thing. I don't know if instant messenger was a thing yet, but that's when people started like almost everybody in the U.S. had some sort of access to the internet, whether it was at home or a library or whatever. So just an interesting thing to think about. That was a very big shift there at the end of this 400 year cycle where the connection to each other was like amplified by billions, right? at least millions at that time. By this time, it's billions. I mean, Facebook and Instagram have billions of users. It just really ramped up that social connection, which can be a positive thing in a lot of ways. There's so many, I mean, myself, I run an online business that wouldn't be possible without the internet, right? And there's a lot of positive things that have come from that. And there's a lot of negative things and stress that has come from it too, because we're really not meant to be seeing hundreds and thousands and millions of different points of view and pictures and life stuff and whatever, and taking that into our brains. Our brains have not evolved yet to the point where they can take all of that information and content in without some sort of stress on the brain and body and spirit, honestly just your energy. There's a lot of nuanced things that go into like diving into global cycles and and all of that kind of stuff. I could honestly do like a hundred episodes on all of this, but some shifts to look for as we approach 2027 and that will for for sure come about in 2027 and beyond. Humans will start being born with psychic abilities. That will be the norm. Reading energies will be the norm. I'm sure you guys all know, or maybe some of you have some of these more psychic abilities. You can like dive deep into the the clairs, clairvoyance, claircognizant, all that, all that stuff. There's many of us who already have started to tap into those psychic abilities. We all have the ability to, but the cool thing is that humans are going to start being born with these for sure. And it won't be conditioned into them to like ignore them. I'm sure you remember times in your life where like, this just isn't right. And you can't explain it mentally or on paper to somebody. And you just in your gut instinct, you know that something's right or wrong and you've gone with it and it ended up being terrible (laughs) or you've 
were able to get out of it and see that you made the right decision. And I think even if you don't listen to your gut, you can always learn from it and you can go back and make a better decision the next time. But we all have those quote unquote psychic abilities. And the more that you start listening to your intuition, the more that you quiet down, the more that you stop doing so much and allow some space to actually listen to that small, still voice, um, the more you'll get in touch with it and you can have those psychic abilities too. But humans are going to start being born with that just being the norm and it being accepted and it not being conditioned out of people, if that makes sense. Dogmatic belief systems will fall. That's already starting to happen. And all of our current social infrastructures will be collapsing. We are already seeing this. <laughs> and I know that it seems a little bit scary. And it's not necessarily like apocalyptic, like you need to go hide in a bunker or anything. But I think it's going to happen slowly. And I think it's going to happen to where we can put other individual structures into place to where we'll be just fine. But it's really a little bit crazy that all of this started manifesting in 2020. And a lot of things have come to light about how certain infrastructures are just not working for us anymore. I mean, they're just, they're just not. I mean, it's ridiculous. Just for an example, like it's ridiculous how much here in the U.S. at least, we all pay for health insurance every month and then either don't end up using it all or have to pay additional money or what? Like, it's just not so. That is one infrastructure that I am very looking forward to completely falling and being recreated. Because the last time we tried to recreate it, we failed. <laughs> Those are the shifts to start to look for that will be happening over the next five years and will be very apparent and clear in 2027. I'm so excited to have, like, <laughs> to be able to sort of come back to this episode over the next few months and years and be like, ooh, this happened and this happened and this happened. In human design, there are seven-year cycles of deconditioning, which is why a lot of people believe in that seven-year transition from 2020 to 2027. That's why we've already gotten through two years of it. So, and sometimes the very beginning is, can be the hardest. I think the most jolting, I know that the last two years for almost everybody on earth has been stressful. There's been a lot more fear and anxiety and a lot of physical illness, mental illness, feeling pressed, feeling the disconnection, feeling divisiveness. And I think that was part of the evolution that we had to go through was feeling those things. And they're not going to just disappear because it's 2022. We're going to still have to grow through them. But just being aware of so much of this stuff is going to be a huge help. And I'll talk about my intentions here in a little bit so that you can think about yours. But really the falling apart, you know, the, the whole idea of quote unquote, a new normal. I don't know why that makes me like want to throw up. <laughs> Like thinking about that, I'm like, ah, were things ever normal? I don't know. 
The falling apart of life as we once knew it, the old normal, is actually a really amazing miracle. It's a really huge gift because it's going to enlighten us and show us that the societal constructs that we as humans have created over the past 400 years have been an illusion. And they can be something that we completely just dissolve and create our new way of being and living in this world. And in order to really, in order to survive after 20, over the next five years and after 2027, and, and for sure, in order to thrive in the next several years, we really have to learn to be a sovereign individual and learn how to follow our intuition, which in human design, we call this authority instead of external sources. So this is why I'm so passionate about teaching about intuition and authority and all of that stuff. So these are my intentions for the next five years. And I'm thinking of these as the next five years, just because that's going to be the whole shift. It's not going to be 2022 is not a year in and of itself. It is just one page in this 400 page book, but we're nearing the end of the book and we have five pages left, right? So these are my intentions for the next five pages. I want to, instead of consuming, instead of spending so much time consuming media, you know, if there's books and podcasts I want to listen to that really add value to my life, then I'm going to do that, but I'm going to be intentional about it. But I am going to be consuming some, but I want to be creating more and just living and being more, which includes having fun and living life and laughing and playing and all those things. I want to slow down more. I want to be more intentional. 2020 was a year that I slowed down a lot and I'm grateful for that. And then in 2021, I sort of was like rushing to play catch up and a little bit frantic. I created a lot and I'm proud of those things that I created, but now I'm going to be, instead of like creating a whole bunch of new, I'm going to be taking the things that I previous cre- previously created, adding some juiciness to them, revamping them, relaunching them on my courses, and really putting that spin of all of the important lessons that we're going to need for the next five to 10 years into those courses and doing it in a much more intentional way and in a slower way. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to continue practicing my intuition and teaching others how to do the same for themselves. I am going to set up my life, my family's life, so that we don't rely on the social infrastructures that are going to be going away. I want to be in nature more. I want to practice presence more. There's an amazing book called The Presence Process that I highly recommend. I want to have more fun. I want to play more. I will be teaching a ton about money in this new paradigm. That's going to look very different because there's a lot of infrastructure currently that relies on a certain way of looking at money and we're I mean, 
it's going to be hilarious to watch a lot of the people just fall on their asses because everything's going to change. And we're really walking into a new paradigm of a lot more divine femininity. And you've got to look at the energetics of money in a different way in this new paradigm. So I'm going to be teaching on that quite a bit, but I'm excited to teach about it before we need it and to really grow that awareness, especially in women in the feminine world, because we're going to be the leaders of this new era and we're really going to have to take responsibility. This is something I've learned the last couple of years and I'm still going through as far as taking responsibility for finances and also doing it in a way that is embodying feminine energy and practicing the art of receiving instead of forcing, chasing, scrambling, which is something I know very well from my past. I'm going to be continuing to release control around time. I'm also going to be putting a lot more valuable content out for free via this podcast. I know that I've had tons of amazing guest experts and I've done a few solo things that have been valuable to y'all, but I'm going to be moving some of my paid content and taking it away. Some of my like lower priced officers, taking it away, putting it on this podcast so that it's very easily accessible to everybody. And it's something y'all can share with others. And then I just want more women, more mothers, more entrepreneurs to know about this stuff and not have to pay anything for it to put their foot in the door, dip their toe in. And then as you know, I'll have other online courses that are several weeks long and go a lot deeper into stuff, but I'm going to be giving a lot more valuable content to you guys for free um, starting this year as well. And I really just have a huge passion for helping other people tap into their specific authority and their intuition. All of our authorities are very different. It's just going to be a way more beautiful, peaceful world when we can learn to create space for our intuition to speak to us, when we can learn to follow that intuition without worrying what other people are going to think what we've been taught in the past, all that kind of stuff. And then also do this for our children to where they're not second guessing their gut instincts. Our brains are a beautiful thing, but they are not meant to be used to make all of our decisions, especially in this world, because we have too many things going into our brain. So really helping women learn how to listen to their bodies Um, is going to be a huge, huge asset over the next five years and moving into 2027 and beyond. That is all I have for you today. Happy 2022. Take some time today or this week to think about your intentions for the next five years. If we are moving into a new global cycle, what that looks like for you, what that looks like for your family or your future family. What small steps can you start making on a daily basis to prioritize 
your intuition. And that might just look like taking a lot of stuff off your plate. So you have a little bit more time and space to get in touch with your body and get in touch with that gut instinct. That might mean turning off the TV or news for a week, a month, maybe this whole year. It could do you some good. I haven't watched the news. Think in, I mean, literally, I think in like 15 years. <laughs> and that's been good for me. I understand that that's a little bit crazy to some people. But if you do have any issues with like, maybe you're on social media a little too much. Maybe you intake a little too many things. Maybe your mind feels cluttered, all that kind of stuff. I do have that spring cleaning challenge, which I'm in the middle of rebranding to like a decluttering course. It's free. I can put the link below in the show notes. If you want to just start there, you totally can. I would love for you to share this episode with a friend if you found it valuable. I would love for you to, if you're on Instagram, take a screenshot, tag me at you do woo and post this in your stories and let me know what you thought about the episode. And I just want you to know that I'm sending you amazing love and light for this new year. I hope that your soul feels more calm and centered and joyful and excited in a good way more this year than you have in the past 10 years. There are really good things coming. It's going to be a ride of a five years, but I think in a good way, especially if you start tapping into your intuition and making decisions that are best for you, not to please other people or to do quote unquote what's right that whoever from the outside world is telling you when you're, when you get still and get quiet and start listening to your body, really good things start happening for you. And I don't mean that in like a magic, oh my God, you're going to manifest everything you want. I mean that in a calm, peaceful, joyful, balanced way. And I only know this because over the past several years, when I'm not listening to my body and following my authority and intuition is when I start getting frantic. I start feeling the need to numb. I start feeling depressed or anxious. I start having such time pressure around every part of my life that it just makes life not fun. So if nothing else, I hope that this episode just gave you some permission to take some time for yourself this week, whether it's an hour today that is uninterrupted and quiet, or maybe you go check into a hotel for the night to get some alone time, or maybe you have 30 minutes each day this week that you have time to yourself to think about this year 
the next five years, the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Think about what's most important. Think about what really matters and start making daily decisions to prioritize these things, which in all honesty is love, family, satisfaction, joy, purpose, all of those things. They might, they might be different words for you, but take some time to do a brain dump and put all those words onto paper. I will see you on the next episode. I hope you have a lovely first week of 2022. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.